Hello, welcome to Solomon's Temple. I was thinking this episode, I don't dive into any text or have any analysis on a specific author and a specific subject. To not keep it too professional, just keep it less than semi-professional here, just casual. Just, you know, at a bar, kind of like half drunk, shooting the breeze, bullshitting, just whatever. I think sometimes there's only so much that I could do in life. It's like, I don't want to bore you with like my, my sob story of, of how overworked and stressed I feel or I don't have feel like there's enough time, which is kind of true. Uh, time's definitely a commodity. I'm realizing as I <clears throat> get older, or at least most most recently, I've, I've definitely valued the sense of time and what I can what I can do within that time and, and uh, how important it is to un unfold for my growth and my destiny and but also just to get around to like everything I need in order to feel satisfied with myself and feel like life's worth it and, and that the game's worth the candle. Sometimes it's like, man, where's the time? I don't I don't feel fulfilled or I don't feel satisfied or I'm not having enough fun. I feel like I'm just like trying too hard. It's too much work. I do believe the work week is a, a little too like long or whatever. I think uh, maybe four shifts. People shouldn't be working more than four days. If you're working more than half of your days, that sounds about right to me. Like, okay, you're working hard. You're working more than half, half of your days. Half your days are spent working most of the day. And you do eight hour shifts, like no more than 32 hours. That's full time. That's, that's doable. I think I, I have the privilege of working 10 hour shifts and doing four tens, which is awesome. I get some more time off, but also those two hours are, are somewhat critical just during the day, it's like you only have five hours at that point to do anything. And part of that's getting ready for work and making your meal and taking a load off, watching some TV, reading a book, just doing nothing, just just going for a walk, you know, like anything or going someplace for a little while, whether you need to do it or you're just you just want to do it just to be able to. And, and just to have time for yourself, let alone the other people you want to fill that time with. It's just a bit much, even with just six hours, because time just goes by. Uh, it was the anarchists, I think, back back in the day. Like, I don't know when, the 19th century or 20th century, something like that, where the average work week was something like um, 12 hours a day, which is like a total bummer if you're working five days a week, 12 hours a day. Like that's, a, that's quite a bit. That's like a 50-hour week or something. No, wait a minute. 12 times 5 is 60? Yeah, 60. That's that's ridiculous. That is like obsessed with work. That's like two guilds a shop. That's like two fascists. We must work hard like all the time. Work will set you free. What was that, the Nazi party or something? I don't mean to get like too, too far like that, but it's just too much. There's not enough time in the day. I think 32 hours is perfect. You're working more than half your days. That's That's enough. Just in that utterance, you're working more than half your days is is enough. I think eight hour work days is good. Give people like some time for lunch, like give them as much time as they want for lunch. Like as long as they're filling out the time time card, you know, and there won't be an issue. Just like let them, like don't let this 30 minute stuff, you can't go out and get anything. You can't digest your food. Like that's enough time to eat your food, let alone like digest it all and relax. Just talk with your neighbor, you know, there's just no time. It's not enough time. The structure's a little off like shall i just say uh uranus and taurus at this point you can look up that aspect your rebellion your rebellious side uranus ruling your in aquarius and then it being in taurus the structure the order the thing not rebelled on the uh, accepted overall 
societal order. And yeah, I, I do believe we are currently there. It's been going through Taurus for a little while. I think it started around last year sometime. But at any rate, that wasn't originally what I even had in mind or what I wanted to kind of jive about, but I sort of went off. I just went off on a tangent. So there it is. But anyways, I was sort of thinking about how do we conceive life? A narrative identity? Like how we view ourselves is sort of like this unfolding process of character, like situated among other characters in time. And like we're all set up and we just move about with our agency and we learn lessons and we encounter people. And there's all these different kinds of character archetypes along the way. Does it seem like maybe life is like a narrative identity? We tell all our stories from like, you start out beginning and then you, oh, a plot twist. Oh, and then the middle and the chain of actions leading up to more conflict and a second plot twist, which will bring us to our final section, the conflict and how it is to be resolved. And then the final act and, and so forth. And, and it's, and it's like, yeah, and then there's always an introduction and there's always you know, some more of this and that and the other thing in the middle and then something happens and then something else happens and then then there's this big thing that happens and then a resolution to occur and then afterwards you have this little new birth. You got this like new identity and there's like this going through different aspects that are like supposed to be universally like true or something. I was watching the, the Lion King and I noticed like, okay, you start out as 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 like a young it doesn't even you, you could be 50 and still be immature with things or starting out on some story or like like you could you're still always at the beginning at some point in your life even though you finish other things if that makes sense but and i think that's also a good thing to keep in mind you know to not be stuck thinking you've seen it all there's always going to be something else and everyone has a story you've heard that adage everyone has a story and not not all of these stories are yours and whereupon listening they sort of become yours in some sort of vicarious fashion or at least you could you know recognize what it is and be exposed to the reality in some sense but that doesn't that isn't always effectual there's always having to like go through things in order to come to certain realizations about them but back to Lion King, it's it's like everything the sun touches is yours. And Simba wants to venture off where the light doesn't touch, where the sun don't shine. And it's like he was told by all his, all the advisors, um, whether it's Azazu or, or his dad or whoever it is along the way, it's like, don't venture forth. Like, don't go outside that. Just stay within the domain. Because there's a certain amount of not only behavior and mental attitude, but just where you're supposed to be in life and what you're supposed to be doing. There is a sort of sense to the uh, order in things. And to rebel against that order isn't always wrong, of course. Like, it's good to change ideals and to go out, outside of these things. But there's also a reason why the order is the order. And he goes outside of the order and he finds out real fast, like, oh, I shouldn't just willy-nilly go outside of the order it leads to chaos like it could be my total downfall it could kill me if i'm not careful and then of course there's sort of just more exposure you know when when a corrupt person like sets them up for disaster and then it brings other people into it and then it leads to this even more disaster when you draw people into your shenanigans because you're not following the rules like the good rules and then you're you're eventually cast out and then you grow up and you sort of your values shift because you're just like giving it all away and you're having fun and it's good to have fun in life and to kind of be a fool and like let yourself go but there's also 
like this element of neglect where it's like, have you forgotten who you are? And when you hang out with the stoners Timon and Puma for too long, which is what he did essentially from the, I guess we could just call it the age of 14 through his maturation into adulthood till about 26 to the point where it's like okay like you're a full-grown man like you're fully mature it's like there's something missing and then and then you get visited by you know this woman that just like wants to smack you in the face like what the hell are you doing like the, the kingdom's going to shit because you you know individually this works not as like oh my dad's the heir to this that or owns this company i mean it could be but just for your own sake in your own temple so to speak you know maybe that's why i came and did this this uh, temple thing like after a while you know eventually it's like you you can't just mill around too much like stay focused and you need to like work at something like you need to come back to your own and apprehend your responsibilities and be who you're meant to be like you you can't run away from destiny so there's sort of like you know what are you doing with your time so he learns different philosophies and ideas and ways of living and some are great and some are not so great and, and whatever but in the end you know you're neglecting yourself and you got to kind of come back to reality and step up and unfold your destiny and be who you are and that was that calling of of the woman lions sorry for my uh not knowing her name um i guess it's not offensive who cares uh nola whatever at any rate um She's coming back, smacks him in the face, gives him a wake-up call. And, of course, he loves her, and, you know, he's got hormones, so he's going to sort of pursue that. And, of course, there's the calling to raise a family or whatever. And, and of course, like, he denies doing that, so he's in denial, and he's trying to, like, wake up from this. He got his wake-up call. And now the wise person comes and is like, you don't know who you are. You don't even know who you are. Why are you even asking me who I am? I know who I am. I mean, who are you? You need to ask this question. And that's what Rafiq does. Like, don't ask me who I am. I know who I am. Who are you? That's what you need to ask yourself. Simba asks him, you knew my father? He's like, correction, I knew your father. So there's a relationship element to knowing who someone is. You know them as such. Your projection of how I know your father is just your projection of how I know him and through the lens of how you know your father, but I myself know your father, and then you know your father. We both know them, but in different ways. And my sense of knowing is different from your sense of knowing, arrogant, selfish, you know, just like fiddling around young man um, versus an old monkey in his 60s that's seen it all literally and, and knows everything. So it's like Simba's just going through these elements of life. They're just like, and that's why these stories, I guess, are told. They're, he's just like going through these steps in life. And then he comes back, of course, and then kind of fights against the forces that have been plaguing what he's neglected. And that could be literally someone else doing it or just the fact that like maybe maybe I leave leave my temple behind and, and then it's just neglected. And it's been peed in by a bunch of uh, heroin users and crackheads and it's dirty and everything's been stolen. And I don't know, or, or whatever, you know, like you left your bike out in the rain. It's like you just there's just certain things you pick up and it's like you got to be like, OK, let's fix this shit and let's get going you know or just you're reclaiming your throne so to speak while these other influences that i guess they could be karmic or like the nemesis of your own neglect or your own self-trauma or self-pity or any other negative aspect whether you can control it or not but that you have to face develop and 
and deal with and or you fight off your your demons so to speak throw them off your throne so you could reclaim yourself and then you move forward and like be a king or be a queen be what you want need to be be what you want to be and so forth and it's sort of like that but and that resonates a lot and i think i'm at the point where it's like yeah i've taken my throne back sort of thing like i'm ready to rule the, rule my own kingdom or rule the kingdom or just you know be a great leader in the making or I'm just being a great leader. It's time to be a great leader or lead myself into greatness, something like this. But I was thinking about that, like you just go through, but but it's like these things exist as like a universal procession of like how the character develops, how life is in stages and what you tend to just go through. It's like there's the nature of a story and every story can be a lot different, but in its own microcosm of of, of going on or a macrocosm. I think Lion King was a bit of a, a macro look at narrative identity. But then you get certain stories, like it could just be like Annie Hall, where this guy, you know, it starts out, it's like, it comes full circle. It's like a circle, circular narrative. It's like, first you start out, like it's the end. You start at the end. This, this lady left me. It's like, I just can't figure out why that can be. And then he goes through the whole entire relationship and winds up back at the end again or something like that. And it's through this beginning to end. You start at the end again, and then you work through that since it ended. And you, you're on this new cycle. And then you're working through it from beginning through all. It doesn't have to be from the beginning, but like you're, you're just going through it not being at the end. And you're just working all the way like through it or something like that. And then even that can inform your identity, even though it's not a procession. It's more of just like the whole thing happened. And now I'm starting again, but I'm starting at, at like the end. And then I'm working through the entire story again to come to another end. So I don't know, there's just lots of ways to kind of go through like identity in terms of different cycles, like how you cycle through your experience or just the act of going through it when you go through it and then you go through it as like a memory. And there's like a different way that you can look at yourself once you've been through things or even look at yourself before you, even anything ever happened. So it's like a, a constant recurrence. And maybe that's where just like wisdom comes in is a, an experience of having gone through something before and trying to implement a sort of order or control around that and I guess you could just call that like the divine masculine view on things and then of course a use of your intuition and getting in touch with your feelings would be like just like a divine feminine sort of aspect both of which we embody but some more so than others based on what your your gender is and, and what you tend to focus on so it's almost like in essence ex, uh, the lack of experience will indicate what kind of character you are have having either gone through or not gone through certain things will produce effects in your character that will cause you to be and you may be an identifiable thing in time and then as you go through with your being in time more you then become identifiable as some other character, some other being. It's interesting. I'm trying to write stories. I'm trying to uh, get into like screenplays and stuff. And I've been thinking about like really, really going for it with that, uh, looking at the elements of, of literature and storytelling and what makes you know, good writing and screenplays. But just this as a reflective mode of existing is how much of life do we already remember or have we already gone through intuitively? Because how could you know about anything at all? How could you apprehend it unless there, there was some aspect of existence that was self-remembering? That this is everything that everyone can remember, yet people are forgetting who they are. So who we are is the fact that we forget that we haven't gone through something we've already gone through. 
that sort of trips me out. And I guess in the end, if you recall the end, 12, the number 12, the ending projection and faith in the Zodiac, that you give your being to faith because everything will unfold for you in the end anyways. And do you really have a foothold over all the things that you undergo? Of course, the answer would be yes, you do, but also no. Because how would you, in essence, have a development of character or any change at all between where you were and where you are and a contrast in experience at all? It's within these contrasts that you even can define where you're at in order to have like an identifiable sense of being in time. So I think also it's how can you get out of your head about all these issues or whatever your, your worry about the future or your regret of the past or how to just even be focused and just enjoy what you're doing now and just be here without having a certain element of faith, being at the end of it and just surrendering to a new beginning. That identity is never fixed. That identity will occur, but it will occur, occur, occur until you're able to have faith in the fact that you must go through this procession and let it happen. And then it will come to an end and then another beginning will occur. And the stagnancy in life will stop when you go, but yet you will go and then you'll have to stop eventually, but then you'll have to go eventually. So there's neither stopping or starting or stopping you're just always stopping and starting and redoing this cycle over and over again to find your identity but it will always change so you think about the change of identity is Sagittarius is its ninth house and then Aries is first house identity there's a control element of your sense of being now then there's a change of your whole sense of being over time through the storytelling mechanism the expansion of your own personality beginning and end all right well that's that's all I really want to say about that what is the essence of who we are? Is it more of a, a story? Is life more of like a story, an unfolding pattern of never-ending ends and starts? Is it a is life understood by a narrative identity? That's it for this episode. I will see you in the next one.